Welcome to Theology in the Streets 2021, our first episode of 2021. And no topic goes untouched. I'm your boy, Pastor Lou, a.k.a. Late to the Game, one quarter of the host, who I got to my far right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who it is? It's your boy with the raspy. Don, 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 da, 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 da. And I got on my left. Yo, big jammer back with you. Miss y'all, love y'all. We back at it, man. What up? Miss y'all. And right next to me on my right. You got your boy, Kirk Classic, baby. Stay sharp, baby. Stay sharp. Kirk Classic, yo, man. Listen, happy New Year's, Tads Nation. Hopefully you had a great New Year's time. You yes, were safe yes, and nothing yes, happened to yes, you. Sir. Uh, happy New Year's to my brothers here, man. May God bless you guys you and all your yeah. endeavors. Yes, and uh, I pray that uh, Tats, uh, the Tats... Uh, Nation and crew may be able to continue to expand on this. Right now, we got 70 subscribers on YouTube. We're trying to jump that up to 100. Make sure you share this video on YouTube. No doubt. Uh, we drop episodes every Wednesday on all your major podcasting sites. Go look us up, y'all. And then you can follow us up on Facebook at Tats Podcast, Instagram and Twitter at Tats underscore podcast. And uh, feel free to interact with us out there. You hear me? I'm declaring. What you are? I'm declaring. This is our year, 21, 2021. We this put it out year. there. Put it out the there. Theology in the streets taking over in a major way, 2021. Beware. Is this going down? It's going down. It's going we, down. We're taking Joe Rogan down as the number one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we might get interviewed by Joe Rogan. Oh, that'd be dope, that'd be dope yo. Oh. As the Lord wills. As the Lord wills. As the Lord Absolutely. wills. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, um, all right, so we're going to get right into our subject today, our topic today for the beginning of the year here, and um, our topic for today is progressive Christianity mm. versus conservative Christianity, and um, all right, let's get in some definitions here, because we may have some people yeah, in our in our uh, audience that are just like, what y'all talking about, progressive Christianity, and, and I'll be honest with you, even when I first you know became a believer, any of these topics were like, what, I, mean, I just want to serve the Lord, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let me say this, I think all four of us will fall under the camp of conservative Christianity. Let's define that real quick. Who wants to kind of take a stab at defining conservative Christianity um, as you see it, I think Jamma. Because first of all, let's make the Tats Nation aware. Jamma Ben wanted to do this, so let's give him credit. Okay, Jamma was kind of future. Big ups, on that. big ups, Jamma. <laughs> okay, I don't give Jamma credit a lot, but I'm going to right now. He's future Dawn. on that. Thanks, Don. So Jamma, <laughs> I think you should, you know. All right, yo, conservative Christianity. Um, I think is believing that the Bible is the inerrant, immutable, living Word of God. And we do not f try to fit the Bible into society through a Procrustean manner. <laughs> What's Procrustean? <laughs> What's uh, that? What's that? Break that down. What that mean? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Procrustean. Well, wow, listen. Procrustes was a thief uh, back in the uh, Roman Greek god days. You know, you got Zeus and all mm -hmm. those. He's part of Greek mythology. Okay. And um, what he did was he would uh, kidnap people rob him kidnap him and he had this bed this iron bed and instead of and he would put these people on the bed mm. and if the person didn't fit on the bed instead of making a bigger mm. bed he would cut off limbs wow. to make the person fit into wow. the bed i like your metaphor all right so that's what's down. happening today in today's Ooh. world uh we're cutting off pieces of the bible mm. to fit into our society Ooh. all right and to me mm. that is Progressive Christianity. Okay. All right. All right. Well, before, but we're going to jump yeah. on that. All right. So, who else want to take a stab at it? What do you think about when you when you hear conservative Christianity? How would you define it? Don, I'm gonna come. You know, devil's advocate. Well, hold up, but answer, answer the. Well, I'm just saying okay. what, what, what what pops up. I'm just. I'm not gonna define it. I'm just gonna say what pops up. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, what to say? He's uh, being rebellion. extreme. A little extreme. Uh, I, I, that's what comes into mind, right? Yeah. If I okay. um, fundamentalist, fundamentalist, yeah. yep. little extreme, uh, uh, um, a view kind of harsh, non-loving, 
okay. way of interpreting the Bible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what people would, oh, I yeah. would say. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's that, there's some truth in that. Definitely. What about you, Kurt? Uh, <laughs> King King James only. Man. King James only. After that great <laughs> explanation that uh my man Gemma gave, it's kind of hard to follow that one Pro, up, man. Procrustean. I just learned a new word. Yo. <laughs> For real. Um, no, I mean it's pretty much um, you know my definition of it. I guess would be kind of along the lines of what Gemma's already stated. You know, it's 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 really having a more hardline. Um, I guess you would say maybe traditional, fundamental, whatever you want, however you might want to, you know, use those terms, uh, view of Scripture, you know. Um, there's not a whole lot of um, subjective interpretation, but it's it's taken for what it is, more you know, more so. Yes, so, so and me throwing my two cents in there, um, it, it basically comes down between the both of them the interpretation of scripture where conservative Christianity has a more, uh, for some extreme has more literal, um, interpretation. They go word for word, but then on some other aspects of conservative Christianity, um, they use, uh, uh, the exegetical, uh, uh, um, approach in which they just trying to pull out the truths. They're pulling out the truths and just laying it before you, giving you what it says and the context, the history and everything that comes with it. And and they're they're saying this is what the truth of God says. Uh, I hold that position. That's where I am. I believe the Word of God is the truth of God. It's infallible, meaning this or um, or without error, meaning that there may be some things in it you may question in the Bible, like this doesn't make sense. But because it's an ancient um, book. There's reasons why behind the scenes certain things are what they are, and that's where this full study comes in. But the Bible isn't trying to deceive you, isn't trying to um, change things up on you, it isn't trying to give you a lie. It is the truth, and that's what I hold to as a conservative Christian. Um, and it and that leads into all of life. The reality is it leads into all of life. So, what about progressive Christianity? How would how would you guys define that? So, let me just continue on. I'll go first. Um, once again, an interpretation um, is the issue where conservatives have more of a literal kind of approach to Scripture. Uh, progressives will look at Scripture and how it affects social norms a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's just one aspect. There's multiple things. But how does, how does Scripture apply to us socially today? And... There's good in that, but there is some definitely some deficiencies in that as well, because if I'm always looking at the social aspect, there may come a time where I don't want to be offensive. And a lot of times you find that with progressive Christianity where they're all inclusive and you have some denominations that I don't consider Christian, but they would fall into the Christian camp, uh, Unitarianism, um, even uh, uh, in mainline denominations such as Methodism, um, um, even some Baptists, very few, but yeah. some Baptists have this mindset of, of where they accept the current social norms, meaning gay, uh, lesbian, homosexuals um, can live the lifestyle without changing or being <clears throat> transformed by the power of God and still serve God. Um, what I would say that I like about it, and this is where the social aspect comes in, they, there is a greater empathy at times, um, a greater compassion towards the community under under progressive Christianity than it is with conservative Christianity, based on what you said, Don. I said a lot there. Who else want to jump on? Jamma, go ahead. Progressive Christianity. Um, yeah, they go a bit far with the love, right? Uh, but then that's, that's bad to say, you know? I just fell into that harsh conservative role, right? Like it's too much love. But um, they vilify you for taking the Bible literally. Um, but they have a point in conservative Christians who vilify homosexuals, transgenders, uh, neo-feminists, mm-hmm. abortionists. So, Jeff, if you um, was a lawyer and you was defending a lawyer for progression, how would you define it? How would I defend progressive? Yeah, how would you define it? If you was a lawyer and you would defend it in your definition, how would you define it? 
How progressive, do I define progressive? Oh, yeah, so he's a progressive. Yeah, yeah. It's all love, y'all. Y'all hypocrites. Y'all attack the homosexual and the transgender and the neo-feminist, but you don't attack the adulterer, the alcoholic, the weedhead, the person who's mean to his wife and the whole nine. You pick and choose what sin you want to vilify and put above everything and deny Christ to those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's and, good. And you have conservatives that do that. Yes. And yes, you uh, do. I like to think that we're not like that. You know, we love. All people, homosexuals, transgenders, any color, religion, whatever, we love you, but we ain't going to lie to you. We're going to give you what the Bible say, and hopefully the Holy Spirit pierces you and transforms you, and that's all we could do. You no know? doubt, no doubt. I'm going to go back with my criticism, you know, from a, a viewpoint from just not, let's say, if I just heard the word and hearing about it among society, okay? Like if I'm just not even a Bible thumper, but just when I hear the word progressive Christian we would say uh, I would say um, love um, loves everyone accepts everyone um, even sometimes to the point that accepts on who you believe but that road will lead you to God mm -hmm. oh, all, yeah. roads, Many roads. all roads Many lead, roads to, God. lead to God Many as long as you God. have a spiritual awakening mm -hmm. of yourself yep. you can get led to the Lord um, you will not be judged. You, no, you, we don't judge. Jump. We won't condemn you. We won't judge you. Come as you are. Um, and if that's why you are, God made you like that, and we accept that, and God mm -hmm. loves you the way you are. Yeah, it's a progressive position. And I you would can do say, that in our church, and we'll support you. Yeah, that's what I would say just from a, you know, a, from a, a fan, like just a, of a person that doesn't get in too deep with the doctrine, just what yeah, I hear yeah, that word. Just hearing. What I would say. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. What about you, Classy? Uh, well, I, I guess um, if I was to define it the way I, as I see it, it would, you know, uh, for the most part, I would say cavalier. Um, it's very, you know, kind of loosey-goosey. With, uh, with, with the interpretation, it's very subjective. Uh, it's, not a, it's, not, uh, it's not a whole lot of absolute to it. it it's very ambiguous in that... Uh, it allows for people to have their own relative truth, if you will, but somehow that relative truth can still lead you to the truth of the gospel. Say it, Kurt. Yeah, that's good. Your truth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Relative yeah. truth. Your truth. Your, your truth. Yeah. That's your truth. This is my yeah. truth. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that can still lead to the truth of the gospel. Yeah. Exactly. Is, is how I would define what, it. Yeah, but what you're saying is we don't agree with that. No, 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 no what you right, yeah, Okay, yeah, all right. No. Just want to make sure. He's just breaking it down. He's just breaking yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So now, Jamma, because Don gave you the credit on this, man, you had some concerns on the notion of progressive Christianity. What were some of your concerns uh, in that you brought this idea of this startup for us to talk about this topic? Wow, the first one that I that really hit me was the John Pavlovich dude. Mm. Okay, um, that. That's where I was like, you know, who is this dude? You know, cause, and so I was like, you know, I was like, oh. The one I said, that he, those are some prophetic words. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which I dis disagreed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but see, that's, what I, that's where, go ahead, go ahead, finish up, right. and then we'll come out to that. Um, so I looked into his, you know, oh, who is this pastor? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I got to see what he about. Yeah. I got to see his fruit, you know, and then, and then I could be like, okay, maybe he does, you know. Maybe he is speaking some truth. Yeah, it. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, I saw a lot of quotes that he said, and it was the progressive position, yeah. position where he was like, "Yeah, you know, the Bible is not all true, you know, and uh, society has changed." So since, and he goes into like academia, the historical context, yep. right? He's like, "Well, back then it was wrong, and that was the way of life and tradition, and that's why they wrote that." Mm -hmm. But we have evolved, and society has evolved, so. We can't use that today. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they bring up a lot of things that make up that make a lot of sense. Slavery. Of course. In the Bible, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you will have an master, you will have a slave, you have slaves. That's just what that's the way it is. That's society. Right. And the Bible made it okay. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, and we can't do that today, well, right? I, and see, this is where I push back against the Bible doesn't make it okay. It, it the Bible just speaks within the context of the time. Of what was going on. Exactly right. what was going on. So it go was ahead, go it, it was it. Can you define, and that's my question for y'all too, because y'all are the experts here.
can you define it totally as slavery? Because they really had a choice, right, to buy out if they wanted to, right? So is it for some some aspects for some of aspect, slavery? Right? Yeah. During Jesus' time, yeah, 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 you could become yeah, a freed yeah. man, a freed yeah. man, and right? have that title as freed man. It was and, definitely a, a different form of slavery than what. Um, American slavery Yes Which yes. Is, has which another word Cattle slavery It's called cattle slavery Chittah or something like that You, heard, uh, you know that term No oh, I forgot the term I'll get, yeah. I'll get the term But we call it cattle slavery okay. um, Yeah it's a different form of slavery It's a different form of slavery yeah. it's, it's, it's a more brutal form of slavery Where um, you, you See slavery in those times The person was still a human And even Even uh, you know, Yahweh made provisions that you had to treated them, treat them yeah. as, in a humane yes. manner, as a, a human manner, yeah. and that's not spoke upon, and, right? And, no. right? And when, when, by the time we get to the Americanized version of of slavery, that that aspect of the human nature of the slave has been stripped away. So, and, and and that's where I think we have so much issue. So I'm a, jumping off of what he said. I want to come back to to what you were talking about, but Jamma, um. Another thing, too, and this is where I think conservative Christianity, evangelical Christianity today does a disservice, is that we don't talk about that form of slavery today, where progressive right. Christianity is willing to embrace, like, yo, we're talking about that. Exactly. They're willing, and that is, that, that's, once again, is conversations that the church, conservatively speaking, does not want to have. Exactly. And what you're finding today is... A divisiveness within the church because I think this is what you're talking about progressive mm. Christianity I see divisions I'm, I'm just putting words in your not mouth Gemma I see divisions but part of that is there's still racism going on in our country today yes and the conservative church predominantly the white conservative church is not willing to have that conversation yes yes got you and that's yeah. an issue but the progressive Christianity is we're willing to have the conversation conversation to a fault in which they make everything um, about racism because that's starting to happen too, and that that kind of lines in with the way culture right. is running. That's just one of the variables. One of them in the progressive church. Yes. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. Right? Keep going, Jamie. Yep. Uh, they take the racism. What's mm -hmm. the other one? All marginalized people. Yes. All. That's transgenders, gays, bisexuals, women, uh, people of color, and they make their whole church. About the uplifting of those people, yeah. right? And a perfect example of that is the liberation theology, mm -hmm. where they use a Marxist model of the uh, proletariat and the bourgeoisie, mm -hmm. the the worker and yep. the owner, the owner, right? Yeah. Slave yeah. master mentality, yep. right? And um, they identify that in every aspect of life that everybody should right? be equal. Yeah. Yes, yep. everyone should be equal in, in, in economics, uh, civic, government, society, communities. And as Christians, it is our duty to apply the Bible, right? We interpret it as this and we apply it to all those oppressed people. And so they, they interpret the Bible that that's how God wants to see the problem with that. Though, yes. is because we're sinners, everybody will want to be like God. That's the problem yeah. with it. All right, so... Theologically speaking, what is the issue? With first person, we see that is obviously uh, Adam and Eve. They sin against God. But then we also see Nimrod. Nimrod oversees the people. And, and let me be careful with this because there are, there are definitely truths in which we are to treat one another equally, right? But we live in a sinful world and the tendency as humans is to take advantage of people, mm -hmm. right? When you talk about socialism or a Marxist mentality and you, you, the ideology sounds good to the ears, but in practice, you look at historically all the Marxists or socialists, they've all failed. Why? Because of the dictators. There's always going to be someone who wants to rise up and be the so-called God, be the head. That's why yeah. I don't agree with that personally. But go ahead. I think uh, okay. if I can interject real quick, the, the truth of the matter is that no matter what kind of uh, government you want to establish, be it democracy or uh, uh, communism, socialism, whatever, Marxism, it doesn't matter. It, it, somebody has to lead. Exactly. And that's the issue. Yep. Is that when the leader or the head is not Yahweh mm -hmm. himself, yep. you're always going to deal with a man who becomes overambitious mm -hmm. in his desire to rule. Yep. And, and you don't want to be God, and it doesn't matter what yeah. what kind of what kind of society you want to establish. It don't matter when you have a man in charge, you're going to have corruption. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. 
plain and simple. And that's always oh, been yeah. the case yeah. in history. Oh, yeah, yeah. You true in democracy, yeah. True yeah. in democracy, yeah. true in socialism, true in everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. So uh, that's when I first came upon the progressive pastor. Yeah. And b- before that was the dude I told y'all about met on Facebook. It was this doctor. Oh, right? I think Remember you told him? me about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say his name, but yeah. we became friends on Facebook. And I was like, oh, this dude's a, you know, he has a doctorate uh-huh. in theology. Uh-huh. And we, we break, you know, we chopping it up and I'm learning stuff and I'm getting to know him. And he's saying things that I'm like, oh, yo, hold on. Yeah. You know, like, what are you saying? And, and uh, he taught me about his liberation theology. Mm-hmm. And then I started studying liberation theology. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, what is this? You know, and um, <laughs> they do some beautiful things. Yes. That's the thing. Like, I've been telling Kurt, like, yeah. you got to acknowledge the good that they See, do. And that's the thing. Yeah. So this is where I said when, when Pavel, I'm going to say his name, but there's truth in what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Because this is where, I, once again, I say in a negative sense, even as conservative Christians, what happens is that. We become so inwardly focused, we forget about outwardly. Yes. We forget yeah. about we forget about where we came from. Plain and simple, man. Yes, and yes. and so on a social level, we do miss out at times. Mm-hmm. And um and that's happening way too many times versus not. And so let me give an example. So like our current political climate. Um, and while I'm not trying to bring politics out here, but what we find is that the marginalized, these that those that are the least of these. Are not given a voice in in, in uh, conservative Christianity. They're frowned upon. It's just it is what it is. The ones that's giving them a voice, it's progressives. Sadly, that's my point. And so, what we're doing as conservative Christians is that we're holding to our truths, but we're not having conversations with people. And to me, that's important. I think and where you learn is where having conversations with people. I think you hit on something, man. That again, it. It's a hard thing to address, but we're not going to get nowhere if we don't address these issues. And so when you asked about how would we define it, now, as a let's say, if if I could have a sub-definition, a sub-clause, let's say, uh, definition in there, it would be predominantly white. Okay. Uh, What, conservatism? Yeah, conservative Christianity. Yeah, right. that's not true of all black churches. It's, it's not. Yep. But conservative Christianity, a, a sub definition, not the definition, you know, but a sub definition. I think where most people look at, right, you're, you're looking at it as predominantly white. So when you talk about, you have an established, let's say, a tradition of 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 how you carry forth the belief system. And it's, there's, there's a predominant culture that, if you will, controls this. And there's a history now within this country. It's, this is very unique mainly to America. But, uh, you know, obviously we can acknowledge atrocities across, you know, the globe, if you will. But, yeah. but mainly unique to America, there is a rich history of some things that was done, right, by this dominant culture. And at the same time, while using scripture to promote, right, and excuse or give evidence that it's okay for me to carry on this way. Yeah, and it's and what the, just I'm gonna let you. It indoctrinated. It indoctrinated. My bad. I was out of the mic. No, you good. It indoctrinated those that were listening, the ones that were and, in power. And that's what. I'm, so it's now, important. when you look at where we are now, right, and we've come a long way. However, the conversation of the role of the church has not been had about the atrocities that were done because the church got some blame in that. The conservative white Christian church has some blame in that, Mm -hmm. right? And we haven't had that conversation. So now it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. Let's just keep it real. It is. Because you have our, our white brothers and sisters today who, you know, obviously they, they're not the ones who enslaved people. They're not the ones who committed these acts. So they feel like, you know, why should I have that conversation with you when I wasn't the one who did that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yet you have, you know, people who, who have been offended, like, well, we need to have that conversation because you still benefit from that. And mm. you won't acknowledge the benefit of that. Mm. Not only that, then you look down upon us as, as we begin to grow and, or we show acts of pain and we want to have this conversation, 
to tell you that, hey man, you offended me. Maybe not you directly, but there's an, there's an and, and, and it lingers, and 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 I think it's causing this rift, man. And that's why you see yeah. so many marginalized people. They cater more to a progressive Christianity because, like you said, what's happening? They're willing to have the conversation. So they're kind of championed. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're willing they're, to have a conversation with you at least. They're taking that step yeah. and they're being vocal about it. So now society's more accepting of the yeah. progress, you know, progressive Christian because they're like, well, at least they're talking about it. At least they care. It, it's, 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 it's almost like what happened to, to Cube. Remember when Cube came out with the with the whole uh, platinum plan, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sat down with Trump's team and then, the, you know, the black community and, and, and whatnot got mad and was like, yo, why you sitting down? And what did he say? Hmm. said, because they was the really only was. ones willing really. to sit down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, are you serious? Like... Yo, we're trying to get something done, and you're mad because they actually wanted to hear what we had to say. Yo, the other team, they didn't want to hear us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think we got a little bit of that going on. And and so let me just say this, Jeremy. I think in sitting down doesn't mean we fold. Exactly. Exactly. That's important because you can sit down, conversate, and clearly draw lines. And this is where I think progressive Christianity does not do that. They don't draw lines. And conservative Christianity, based on scripture, you, there's lines drawn, plain and simple. I believe Ravi Zacharias said all religions draw lines, plain oh, yeah, and simple. Exactly. So the, the truth is, is that uh, we, have, we can have a sit down and draw the lines. The, the thing is, is though, the divide has become so much that what society has done, this is a product of progressivism as a whole, that if you... If you have any interaction with someone of the other side, you are canceled to some degree. Yes. Right? So yes. we talked about that in the episodes before. Um, and I think that's a disservice to us because we haven't been having to sit down at all. Yeah. Pete, I want to hear on what Kurt said. Um, so what he, basically what you said was a, a lot of people of color are going to progressive churches because they're willing to have that conversation. Yes. Yeah, I, I would, I would and, and say. That, and that's natural. It's natural to do that because they feel that transgression. They feel that offense. They still feel that yeah, you still quasi-racism feel yeah, 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 in yeah. the air, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're still coming off. It's like, what, 50 years ago, right? There's people still alive that went through segregation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that means yeah. it's, that's recent. Yeah, bro, yeah, it's, this it's, ain't 300 it's, years ago. It ain't, bro. It's, just, it's very recent. It's still people close. forget that. Yeah. So, you know, when people be like, oh, come on, I was 200 yeah. years ago, things yeah, are changed now. Yeah. No, bro, that was yesterday. Yeah. All right. So, so you have people of color going to progressive churches because progressive churches are having that conversation, right? And, and this is, both sides are guilty of this. This is a little thing that I just noticed, right? Yeah. White conservatives are guilty, right? Because they don't want to have that, com- that conversation, right? Like you yeah. said, come on, it's a new time. We're just all about the Bible. I agree. Right? Yeah. We're all about the Bible, yeah. right? So, are you letting your whiteness. Uh, supersede your Christianity. Tats, that's a tats term. Yeah. Your whiteness. Your whiteness. Your white, and then on the same token, people of color are letting their color supersede their Christianity. Yes. That's good. That's because good. the progressive right. church is having that conversation where we're like, yeah, but that progressive church is also all right with homosexuality and boom, yes, boom, boom, boom. Of course, and yes. on the opposite side, the conservative church, they don't want to have the conversation. Right. right but yeah. they sound biblically. So right. it, it takes. But it, they don't want to have exactly, that conversation. Right. It takes. It takes. What it takes from the conservative aspect then is is really coming back and looking inward. Is Christ in you? And if He is, are you willing to conversate? Are you willing to evangelize and, and acknowledge and, the oppression and try to alleviate exactly. it and be a, yeah. a part well, of that? Yeah. Whether we alleviate, I think some people find that if if they're able to voice themselves. It's not that we alleviate it, but I find that in my conversation with people who've been through trauma, just talking about it has been helpful for them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Knowing yeah, that yeah, somebody yeah, cares yeah. enough oh, yeah. to listen exactly. to you, right? You you may not have like as husbands, right? We we know a lot of times our wife come to us and they may you know they may have a complaint about something or they had a bad day and they just complain and complain and complain. They're not really looking for us to fix it. They just want to know: Will you be willing to sit down and let me? You know, saying just. It just complain. Yeah, because yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. speaking is yeah. therapeutic. Yeah, it's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. thing is, we get, see, that's the thing with the wisdom puffs up. Because we get so brilliant on other things, but that is so practical. Yes. What you guys are saying. Like, everybody wants to just be heard. Yeah. Come on, let's just, yeah. Let, yeah. we ain't got to be all going all crazy. Everybody just want to be heard and just and, and acknowledge that you're hearing them and you're being sensitive to what they're saying. 
yeah. and take in consideration to what they're saying. Yeah. With anything. That's with anything. And what great opportunity, though, right? Even in listening, even if we can agree to disagree, right? As far as whatever the situation may be, I can agree to disagree, but at the same time, it gives me opportunity to let you, let you know what I know is truth and share that with somebody and lay that down with them. This is what I've seen from a social media standpoint, right? When it comes to both ends of these, right? Because you, you got middle ground people, without a doubt. I, I think, like, they're a silent majority, basically. But because social media is always about extremes, what you find is both of these extremes just throwing darts at each other. Yeah, yeah. Throwing flames and arrows at each other. And, you, and this is the problem, though. So if, if, if you're on, on social media... There's a danger that it'll suck you in, no yeah. matter what side you're on. Right? It'll yeah. suck you in, and then yeah. you take that and you become entrenched, mm-hmm. and then you forget about. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's a that's a person I can have a conversation with. Exactly. That's a soul that exactly. can be saved, and exactly. I should be able to share the gospel with them in a basic conversation without getting offended. Exactly. And we get triggered. We get it's, triggered. That's yeah, what it comes yeah, down that's to. That's true. That's true. I have a question for y'all, but I'll wait for after this. I got a question for you guys, but I'll wait till after Jamma does thing. Yo, trending on the streets uh, back. A lot uh, has happened in like two woo, months. Woo. In case you ain't here, I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won the election. We'll see on November 6th, right? Guns <laughs> <laughs> blazing. There's like yeah. two completely separate news right streams. You notice that? <laughs> I ain't going out like that. But congratulations. Oh. Stimulus checks have went out. Uh, Democrats were fighting for that two grand. So was Trump. And the Republicans shot it down. So yo, you only got six hundred. We right? tripping. We tripping with that. Yeah, they tripping. Um, yeah, but man, yo, our, our grandkids gonna be paying that, man. Man, let the grandkids pay it. By the end of the I need that two thousand. That's four thousand dollars in the bank, man. Yo, come on, man. Listen, my boy was trying to get in that. Come on. No, nah, it's more than that. It's like it's like for, for, for married each couples, kid. Four, four thousand. Four thousand right? plus yeah. you get get it for the kids. Yeah, six hundred oh, for the kids. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, yeah. big time. So. How we, we ain't Trump that much. We ain't Trump that much. Nancy Pelosi is trying to change uh, gender language. It's on the, inside the House of Representatives. She's trying to take out all gender language. No more father, son, daughter. What? It's going to wow. be parents, Whack. children. Wow. Nine. Whack. Wow. Uh, Whack. She's trying to pass that bill. Elder? Uh-uh. You going to call your dad Elder? Elder. <laughs> Everything that's going on in the country, uh, Nancy Pelosi is trying to rock with that. Uh, a lot of people are angry. Angry. Uh, you have a vote off in Georgia for control of the Senate. Now, if Democrats win this Senate, we're going to get that two Gs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's what's that? Uh, <laughs> Coming uh, in phases. Them, uh, one of them is a uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock, and he would, he's on the progressive side yes, of Christianity, but he has a lot of dope policies. Um, what else here? What else here? I had a lot more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here it is, right? Here. Right here. They just expunged over forty-two million. Marijuana violations in the state of Oregon. That's big. So wow. you're, if you had a, crop, a lot of weed heads, yeah, if you had a record of being <laughs> yes, caught with know. marijuana or selling marijuana, your your record just got expunged. Yo, so, uh, yeah, yeah. But if they how far it, does that go back? Just yeah, that's all say, the time? I don't know. Well, yeah. if they and is it legal over there? The, is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. That makes sense yeah. if it's legal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Illinois expunges nearly half a million marijuana-related arrest records. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that happens in New York State because that would clear half of my half of my shit. No, but no, look, I don't think. Hold on, that doesn't clear misdemeanors. Your little nickel bag that was caught—they—that—it's already been expunged. You know that one? Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't care. That that don't. Yo, you have to have weight, Jam. You have to have, hey. like, yeah, you got to have a lot of weed. Uh, you know, $5 bag of weed that you got caught with, it's not. Okay, sorry. Good. Yeah. Full transparency. You're trying to play me. You're trying to play me. <laughs> I had some weight back in the day. Stop trying to play me. All right. Uh, a high percentage of frontline workers refusing to take the COVID 19 vaccine. And last but not least, I have to share this, man. And I had it right here, man. John Darn. MacArthur. Oh, my bad. No, no. Oh, right here. Here it is. I, I just want to I, I, I wanna share this with everyone. Uh, and if you go to Worldometer yes. on, online, Abortions yeah. Worldometer. Leading cause of death. In three days, four days, this is January 3rd, you'll see a counter of the amount of mm-hmm. abortions. And it's going up one by one, nonstop. 
world abortions. I just want to share that in 2020, 42.7 million babies were aborted. Leading wow. cause of death of all things. On Earth. Wow. On the Earth. 42.7 million. Sad, and if you go there right now, the worldometer, you'll see it clicking up. It's like at 400,000 right now. In three wow. days. It's just going up one by one. That's just wanted to share that. Wow. That's something, man. Wow. Sad, man. Well, yeah. that's can segue into my question for you guys. Okay? What is the danger, okay, with the extreme of progressive Christianity? What is the danger? That's funny. Um, let me just say this, right? The, the, the danger is, first, biblically, let me read Second uh, Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. It says this. For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear something new. Mm -hmm. That's the danger right there. Mm. See, we were talking off off uh, camera here before the show, and Jemma brought up um, a doctrine called the immutable nature of God. All that simply means is that God does not change. And what we find with progressive Christianity on the extreme end is a changing of the guards. In other words, an adaptation to itch people's ears to make them feel good. However, that does not mean they are receiving the truth. No, but wouldn't they say that that is what Jesus taught and that's what he, you know, that was his intention. Out of love was his intention to reach more people and to accept more people. What would you say? Well, I'm not saying. I no, was, so, you know, that's my, so okay. I'm speaking. Yeah. Uh, using them. Using them. Yeah. Devil's advocate. Yes. I say that the conservative church is doing that. Those that hold to sound doctrine, they're doing that. They may not get shine. They may not. They may not. He, you know, get any kind of social media love because the world does not love. Uh, uh, Christ nor his people but those that are moving in ways in which doctrine is changing they may preach from the Bible but they don't hold to the core doctrines of the Bible we're talking and so let me include this what matters is church history what I mean by that is what the church has hold to for years and decades uh, hundreds of years, thousands of years, that's important because that's a, that kind of testifies to the role of the Holy Spirit in keeping his church to truth. And so when some of these core truths are starting to change all of a sudden within the past 20, 25, 30, 40 years, that's an issue. Mm. People, and this is the thing, people are responding to it. Yeah, yeah. Now I heard one preacher say this, uh, when you have false teachers, what do you do with them? And he says, Nothing in this sense. He says these false teachers have been brought up because that's what the people want. In other words, it's a judgment towards them. Right? They don't want the truth. They really want their ears tickled to make them feel good for the moment. But what if I, what if I say, well, you know, I don't feel like you're furthering the gospel or you're benefiting the gospel, Kurt, because you're saying that homosexuality, practicing it is a sin. But it's no greater sin than any other sin. And, but it seems like you guys emphasize on that sin and you kind of, yeah. you know, put a spotlight on it and you're pushing people away. I don't, I don't believe that the conservative Christian is, is doing, uh, you know, a good service by doing this. What would you say about that? Well, I, I, would, I would say that, you know, number one, you have to understand that in every area in life, there's always going to be. Uh, some rules and, and regulations. There's always guidelines, right? And so you have to uphold those standards. Even in progressive, let's say, Christianity, there's a standard that they, they uphold. And there's a line. Even, even though they may not want to admit it, there's a line they draw. Because although, yeah, right now you may, you know, let's say for the most part what we see is the champion of the homosexual, the transgender, <clears throat> and so on and so forth. But you're not po promoting the, the pedophile. You're not holding up the murderer. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not. I mean, come on, man. If we want to deal with sin as a whole, well, then let's deal with all of it then. Yeah, they nitpick. Let's, let's just throw it all in there because the very same thing you accuse me of doing, you're doing it too. Mm. It's just this is what's okay for you. You've convinced yourself 
that this is convenient for me. Uh-huh. But if, if you want to have the conversation, you want to say that, well, I pick and choose, well, then let's talk about the whole thing then. Let's not just pick and choose what you think I pick and choose. Let's talk about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. Lou, uh, what about if they say to you, well, I don't believe, you know, all the writings in the Bible to be the absolute truth. I believe some of it was inspired by God, but it's not God writing it himself. So I believe you guys as conservative Christians take things out of context, even though you're, you, you say that we do, the progressive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you guys are too literal on some things. Yeah, I, I would say that position is very similar to an agnostic. Someone who says, I believe there's something out there, but I just don't know what it is. And even though they claim, you know, a progressive may claim to say, I, you know, I, I have a relationship with God. A relationship is defined by fruit in Christianity and not just doing good works, but holding to doctrine as well. Mm-hmm. Preaching the gospel, both in good and bad. Right. So this is a major issue for conservative Christians. Um, if you take the scripture and we believe it to be infallible, we're going to have an issue. Yeah. You're, you're interpreting something I hold sacred, I hold dear. And you're saying you're, you call it sacred, but you're saying, no, nah, it's got issues. And some of it, it, it may be inspired, but it's got problems here. And so um, you can't, it's not very trustworthy, even though they won't use that word. But that's, I mean, that's what that, is, that yeah. is the natural byproduct. It becomes untrustworthy to some degree. That's not what I hold. And so I draw the line and we'll disagree on that. You know, we agree. No, I would disagree. I wouldn't even agree to it. It's just I disagree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back to the, I don't know, you're going to ask Jamal something? Ask okay, go ahead. I want Because I want to bring something up, and, but go ahead, ask Jamal. Okay, hopefully it doesn't interfere with you because it's a different question. I'm no, 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 Jam- Jamal, okay, so what is some of the danger in the extreme conservative side, what would you say be the danger of that? Lack of compassion, lack of love, uh, judgmental, pompous in your righteousness and knowledge and wisdom, Mm -hmm. uh, very pharisaical. You're like the Pharisees. Break that down. Remember? Break that down. How would you you define, when you say a Pharisee, in what way would you define? Well, you don't do this and you don't do that and you don't live like this and you don't live like that, so therefore... You are denied Christ. You okay. are denied salvation. Okay. Legalism. As, as, okay, legalism, which oh, yeah. also means because Jesus dealt with the Pharisees in a way that they put pressure on people but did not live by the pressures yeah. they put on them. So right. there's a hypocrisy. Yeah. There's yeah. a hypocrisy. Yeah. And there's truth to that. Yeah, yeah. And, and they added to the law. Remember, that wasn't the law. They took the law to the extreme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they took the law to the extreme. Oh, tradition. And if you didn't do all these oh. little things, then you are not worthy of God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like almost to the that you couldn't spit underground. You had, yeah. to be under, oh. it had to be on the soil because then somebody had to clean it up. Oh, Some yeah. weird oh, yeah. stuff oh, like that. A whole yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. whole bunch of stuff. So that's yeah. the danger of, of conservatism. Be also being judgmental. Um, yeah, like you said, pompous, like high and mighty, like, oh, you going to hell. They going to hell. Mm. And I hate when I hear Christians do that. They'd be like, oh, you saw him? I saw this uh, homosexual in the bunk. And I was like, mm, oh, my God, they going to hell. Oh, my God, I can't. Yeah. It's like, yo, don't be that, Christian. Don't show that. that person love, man. Yeah. Give them a dirty look in the whole night. And we look like monsters. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, the, that's the that's danger. The that's the extreme end of yeah. it. Yeah, you can be a light to that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. that's the dangers of conservatism. Oh, no doubt. You had, you had something, Luke? Go ahead. Well, no, I, you had mentioned, I know you're talking about with Kurt with, with homosexuality. And, and, this is so I just want to bring something up from the Old Testament, but something that is true throughout uh, historically with nations um, that are idolatrous. Me personally, I believe our country, our nation is under the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. Let me explain why. Whenever you find in, in, in historical uh, nations, even in the Old Testament, you find that whenever a nation or a country is idolatrous, they have false gods, multiple gods, with that you find sexual morality. But along with that as well, you have immoral behavior of homosexuality, lesbianism, orgies, things of that nature. We find that in the Old Testament, Second Kings, mm-hmm. where you find Hezekiah, who was a good king, he had a son named Manasseh. He became the king of Judah, the southern kingdom, at the age of 15, and he reigned for 55 years. 
However, he was rebellious. He was not like his father. Mm-hmm. In his rebellion, he created multiple idols throughout the land of Judah. But also in the temple of God, he established mm. a place where people could come yep. and worship in homosexuality to mm. the false gods. Mm. When he died, luckily he repented before he did, but he died. His son, Josiah, takes over. Mm-hmm. He's reigning about 10 years. And he was young as well. Young too, yeah. He was reigning about 10, eight, I think it was somewhere between 10 and 18 years where he came across the law in the temple. Yep. The law was read to him by his priests. Yep. We don't even know if they were you know, right priests. We don't even know what kind of priests yeah, they were, but yeah, they were exactly. priests because it was so idolatrous up to the point that when he read the law, he repented right there and declared all the idolatry to be done away with. You find in the story that he says, in the temple, they went to the male prostitute houses and destroyed them. What am I saying is, wherever there is judgment from God on a nation, you have idolatry and you have all forms of immorality, sexual morality. So, it's not just homosexual exactly. immorality, right? It's not just that. We're talking about heterosexual immorality. Oh, yes. We find people don't want to get married. We find multiple kids being born out of wedlock. And this is bringing a plight unto them because it's bringing a curse upon the family. Mm-hmm. So my point in all this is that as a nation, when you have progressives who want to embrace uh, this form of immorality, not even just homosexual immorality. We're just talking about all forms of sexual immorality. They are embracing the judgment of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad, man. And how yeah. and this is where you have conservative Christianity. They're trying to they're trying to for the nation. They're trying to speak and truthfully preach the gospel. Now obviously you got the extremes, but there are people out there crying out, saying, Repent, turn away from this. This exactly. is not God, this is not what God desired. Mm. Exactly. And and that that falls right in line with Romans 1. It does. You know what I'm saying? When uh, Paul writes about how once the people deny God, that then God brings a judgment upon them, and we see all of these things, and it begins to list all of the debauchery, if you will, that takes place in a nation that has been judged of God because simply what he did, he turned them over to their desires. It's like, okay, you don't want to acknowledge me. You don't want to serve me. Okay, I'm going to let you do you then. And I think what we're seeing is kind of like what you said earlier about, um, I think you said it was a preacher. Somebody said that, uh, what do we do about false teachers? Yes. And he said nothing because they're a judgment unto the people because that's what the people wanted. Mm. Well, it's the same concept. It's, it's, it's taken right out of Scripture because this is what God is doing. This is what Yahweh's doing. He really don't have to do anything other than just let you do you. That is judgment enough. Yes. And that is the, that's the crazy part. It's yeah. so the conflicted. <laughs> yeah. It's so conflicted. Oh, it is. Oh, I keep saying it. It'd it be like, it's God's judgment. If God told you, yo, Lou, don't eat dookie, you'll die <laughs> if you eat the dookie. Yeah. Right? So you eat the dookie and you die. Did God punish you? Yeah. It was No, that was self-inflicted. Yes. God tried yeah. to warn you. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. what he really doing. Yeah. Yeah. So the judgment is that I'm giving you over to what you want. Yeah, yeah. Because, see, because in his sovereignty, right, he could intervene. Yeah. He could smack you upside your head and just make you do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But his judgment is that, no, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to let you have free will and do what you do. Yeah. And, 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 and where the judgment part comes in is that we don't realize how wicked we really are. Facts. Exactly. That's facts. And that's the judgment. That's is that we don't understand that that... Coming to that 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 the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. There you go. There we you don't go. understand. We may have knowledge, but we don't have wisdom. We don't know just how evil we can be. And so when God falls back, man, that that's that's, that's, that's the common is, thing too. That was the common thing from the, and you know that's never talked about. The Bible has a common thing that He created us right, and just like you said at the garden. We do it to ourselves. We it, it, it was pleasing to the eye. It was pleasing to the, right? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. and the pride of life. Mm-hmm. We can be like God. So, guess what? 
We eat from the, 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 the tree that wasn't, we wasn't supposed to, right? Common theme, always. When God freed, when Moses in Exodus, you know, we want to be freed. We're, we're enslaved, right? Yep. We want to be freed. Then when we get freed, what happens? Well, we don't got this. Well, we don't want to go. Oh, it's taking too long. Why are we? We don't got water. We don't got meat. Okay. Again, showing us again our our depravity, so yes, to speak. Yeah. Our depravity, so to speak. You know, common thing. And the Bible keeps going, and it, it'll keep. There's a common thing that with 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 fallen with fallen man, right? Yeah. Our desires are not what God desires. And the common thing also is that God's desires are higher for us, but we can, just can't see can't it. We can it. never we see it. it. Yeah. We can we never get it. We yeah. never get yeah. it. You know? And we want to do our own thing. Yeah. Because we feel that we're right and we know how to please ourselves. <laughs> right. And we're love when the Bible says God is love. But now we have our we took ownership of love because now we can define it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, put our expectations on it and our margins on it to say what love is and what love's not. When God said he is love, so he should have the final say. Fact, but again, yeah. once again, we take power and ownership of our lives, pride of life, That's once right. again. And we say this and that. And again, we don't get it. Common thing. We don't get it in the Bible. And then Jesus comes, right? And, and even Jesus, because, you know, they, you know. That we like to use Jesus mm-hmm. in the way he walked. Well, mm-hmm. Jesus wouldn't do this and Jesus wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about what Jesus did. Jesus always said, Thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Jesus on. never said, yeah. My will will be done. Come on. Jesus always said, I'm here for a purpose. That's right. Okay? And the and the probably the human aspect of him, the human nature of him, probably didn't was going against it. But right. again, thy will be done. When his mother, when Mary said, Where did you go? He said, Didn't you know about my father's business? Now his mother was showing compassion. His mother was concerned. Yeah, right. His mother was worried. But look at how strongly Jesus answers her. Woman, woman. Mm-hmm. First of all, look at that woman. <laughs> he said mother. He said mother. Woman, right, right, don't right. you know I'm about my father? Mm-hmm. Woman, father. Woman, father. Let's just look at that yeah, right there. Yeah. Woman, don't you know I'm about my father's business? Amen. Again, drawing the line. Which, even though that was nice, your concern for me and humanly and passion, and I and it's nice, it's, yeah, I understand. But God's will, that's right, is trumps your compassion, it trumps your worriness because guess what? Your worries ain't doing God's business, mm. and then you see that all the time when He said, Let the dead bury the dead. When He said, I want to come with you, and but let me just bury my father, He said, Listen, let the dead bury again. His will trumps. This is, a, this is a common narrative. This is even Jesus. We're talking about Jesus because people like to use, this is a common narrative. When the That's person right. said, oh, I, I, I commanded the, the rich young ruler, I did all your commandments. I, I've done this, I've done mm. that, I gave this, I give this, Remember I do that. that. And he, yeah. said, he said, okay, guess what? Give away all your riches then come with me. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah. He didn't say, well, you're great, man. Why you're, you're right there, buddy. <laughs> right, right? He said, you're right there. Yeah. And everything you did, yeah. man, that's got you right there, man. You, you're good. Mm-hmm. No. He looked at what he didn't do and said, mm, you got to do this and let's go. And then, okay, and in the language of picking up your cross, again, we can keep going. Yep. We could keep going on oh, Jesus. This is Jesus. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was always a line drawn there. And it's always that your way is not the way. God's way is the way. Mm-hmm. And there was always a clash there. Always. Am I mm-hmm. wrong? Always. No, that's right. You're important. So, well, yeah, the issue is we want to be our own gods. That's, That's it, what yeah. it comes down to. Jeremiah 79, as you were talking, remind me, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that's the thing. Outside of Christ, outside of being born again, you don't know the wickedness of your heart. And this is where I think progressive Christianity is a danger because they don't talk about these topics. They don't talk about the, the, the nature of sin. They don't, you won't hear from them repentance. You won't hear, hear the notion that judgment is coming. A hell is, is to be filled with people who reject God. And not only that, the demons and Satan himself who rejected God. These are, tr- these are biblical topics that are truth that's there for us to read. And they chop them up. And exactly, this is what you said before. They chop those those limbs off, and I don't want that. Yeah. yeah so yeah, exactly. it's dangerous. It's dangerous from a, from if you take a pulpit and you teach from the Bible and you preach that way. And, it, and, and 
James said this Let us not all be teachers Because we will be held To a stricter judgment mm. 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 Yeah, And that's the truth right there And what Jemma said Was, was perfect When you talk about The conservative side you, you See You know We, we can't forget the, the simplicity Of the gospel too, Okay Good stuff He broke it down To two ways Love that's God right. with all your heart And love your neighbor it was that that's simple. Right. That's right. And sometimes we over analyze. Yeah, yeah. We over, you know what I mean? We, too, too critical. Too critical. Guilty of that. Guilty of that. And everybody, and then when you're saved for a long time, you have a, a a mentality that there's a certain look that a Christian should have. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. You can't look Christian. Yeah, you yeah. fall in the, you fall yeah, into yeah, the You trap. already yeah, seen that. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, it's about God loving, and you said it this morning, God the souls matter to God. That's right. The persons, so we have to dial. Listen, open up the, the the doors to have that dialogue with someone. You know, we can't go. Oh, that was in the past. That got nothing to do with us. Move forward. No, no, that's that's being rude. That's kind of like that's not loving. Yeah, without a doubt. If I do something to somebody, I say I don't want to talk about that no more. Let's move forward. Oh, then I'm not showing compassion of what this what, what really bothers this person or what 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 they care about. Yeah. 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 So we gotta you know, and that's why. For the credit of Lou and the credit for the Tats Nation crew, this is the reason why we did theology in the streets. Because yep. we was thinking about the unbeliever that doesn't understand the Christianese, so to speak. Yeah. That doesn't understand the terms that we're throwing out. That doesn't understand um, um, doctrine. Yep. Who's going to break it down to them? Who's going to meet them where they're at? And we're like, yo, theology in the streets. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. In a practical way. Yeah. Yo, yo, I'm glad so, you brought that up too. Just okay, real quick and then I'll let you uh, close it out. Um, the simplicity of the gospel is 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 so important because when I, when I look at how we do things today, we have scriptures so readily available to us, right? We, I mean, we can really just go on our phone, man, and press a button, and then there's the scripture. Mm. But when when we deal with in context in context of when the scripture was being written, when the author was scribing, hmm. scripture was not accessible. That's right. But the Holy Spirit was. That's right. Man. That's and right. I think that's that's what we got to get back to. Mm. Yep. Mm. Make it simple, man. Kick all of this, you know, terminology and all this. Man, man we we get too caught up in that, man. You you Arminian or you Calvinist, <laughs> you man, stop all that, man. I, I just love the Lord. I don't know what you want to call it, but simple faith. I, yeah. That's it, man. I simple just love faith. the Lord, man. I just I believe I believe His word. That's it. Childlike faith. That's all I can tell you. Childlike faith. That's what it is. That's right it, there. man. So. Mm. We we got to get back to that, and I think, you know, if we do that, we'll have less of this back and forth with yeah. each other, man. Yeah. Confrontation. You know? Unless you're a nerdy gangster like Jamma, he, <laughs> yeah. he loves this. He loves that. He loves that stuff. I like to he discuss loves stuff. things. <laughs> hey, but listen, he's getting better. He's getting better. I give it to him. It's, it's every you know. There are people like you who love yeah, that yeah, avenue. Yeah. And, and guess what? God is, the Holy Spirit is sovereign over that avenue as well. Absolutely. And he has his people there as well. So. Cabeza, cabeza, cabeza duro right here. Cabeza. Hard head. He's a hard head. It's all good though, man. You know? Jammer's come a long way, man. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. We are. And that's yes, a testimony to the Holy Spirit of God right Amen. there. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Kirk come a long way too, yo. Kirk come a long, long, yeah. long, 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 long way. Come Don't on. do it, Diggler. Uh, Don't do it. You, hey, you better not. <laughs> There's a video of Pastor Kirk on YouTube. Oh, oh. Let's just say it wasn't the best Pastor Kirk. Now you can see me on there. I'm representing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my I had a tan back then too. Now you preaching another Kurt. Oh, oh man. Oh man. Yeah. That's an inside joke, y'all. Oh, hey, listen, I just want to finish off with a quick testimony here, man. Um over the last week, I had a brother reach out to me who uh, you know, he, he views the show and um, you know, he he had, you know, Kind of got behind, and uh, he jumped back on for the September episodes through October. His wife had a surgery, and, um, you know, they, he took some family time off and uh, was taking care of his wife because she had to be off her feet. Amen. He'd been listening to the episodes, and he told me, he said, yo, man, I found my, myself in tears with some of the episodes, man, because I feel like the Spirit of God was ministering to me. Ooh. Praise God. And I was just like, man, wow, praise the Lord, man. And, um, you know, we talked. And then a few days later, he called me back. And he was like, yo, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right. And uh, he was just sharing with me um, how, 
he recognized that the Spirit of God was ministering to him through the show. And another, it was another thing he was listening to, a prayer. I think it was a prayer on Facebook or something mm, to that nature. Mm. Wow, thank you, Jesus. And he felt the Holy Spirit tell him, yo, to bless both ministries with a seed. And he dropped us, he dropped us $100 on our cash app. Wow. wow. And, um, you know, man, shout out. This brother know who it is. And I don't want to put my out because I didn't ask him for permission to share. But, um, yo, man, Bro, just uh, yeah, sure. it was a thank testimony you. to me that, that I don't know who this affects. I don't know how this show affects you. I don't know how our podcast blesses you or don't bless you, challenges you. I'm not sure. I don't get to see the fruit of that. But hearing that, man, was a blessing to my life. Yeah. And um, it just put an encouragement in me to continue moving this forward. Uh, so moving forward, uh, you know, we wanna we wanna try to continue to grow as as a, as a podcast. And uh, we asking for those believers that watch us and listen, man, pray for us, man. Seriously, Please, yeah, yeah. we need your prayer. We covet your prayer because we need the wisdom on how how we can get better in the yeah. future. We're looking to get better, look wise, and. Um, as well as we want to extend this ministry into uh, into the streets for real, for real, um, and get it out there. So just keep us in prayer as we move forward. Any final thoughts, man? As we as we get out of here. Any final thoughts? I'm just happy to be back. Oh, uh, real. New Down year, uh, new momentum. You know, we we yeah. we're, gonna, we're coming back strong. Um, hopefully, uh, Jamma can get out the doghouse to do the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hopefully, Luz, you know, doesn't take another vacation. <laughs> most vacation pastor yo, I know. Yo, he actually, has his own I got, island. I got one coming at the end of January. Oh, see, yo. here we go. That's what I'm saying. I can't deal under these circumstances. Listen, I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. I'm done with you guys, bro. This is the most vacation pastor. This dude's always in the doghouse. Kurt do like 15 other like side jobs on the side. <laughs> In the cut, sometimes two in the cut. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own island. I'm done. <laughs> no doubt, yo. What about you, Grady? Fire words? No, I'm good, man. Amen. Just say Happy New Year's to everybody, man. We looking forward to uh, more episodes, man. Just no blessing you guys. Amen. About Peace. you, Jamma. Peace and love, man. Listen, listen. Task Nation, man. Task, we're going to keep driving. Make sure y'all keep riding. All right, we out. Peace. See ya. <laughs>